nice weather. Guys moved around better, far from perfect. Focus was uh, decent. A uh, lot to clean up tomorrow. And, you know, like I told the team afterwards, um, everybody's got to do their job, right? And we talk about a lot of the more successful we are, uh, the noise will increase. It'll change, but it'll increase. But nothing's changed. Like we saw, you know, the, the president's doing his job. Jeff's doing his job. I got to do my job. They got to do their job because you got to be able to control what you can control. So, and that's our focus. And there's a lot of great things going on uh, around campus. Uh, congratulate the basketball team. Uh, I don't watch many basketball games on TV, but I was locked in in the second half of this one. And, you know, they wanted it more. And they played their best basketball game at basketball at the end. And uh, so, but there's a reason that the nation is taking, uh, we've caught their attention. And it's because of leadership and long-term planning, which produces results and commitment. Having a plan, executing a plan. And, uh, you know, I just would like to thank the president and Elger and Jeff for going the extra mile, right, for our student-athletes. And it's just another example of their commitment to our student-athletes. And uh, so, but our focus needs to be on what we can control so that we go out there Saturday, we're ready to go, you know, have the right mindset, know what we're doing, and ready to play well. So with that, I'll open it up. Coach, how are you using uh, what is happening and, and with – Mr. Bourne and President Alger and the administration's support. How are you approaching the team with that information and, and not making it noise, but making it something that they should be aware of? And does that help them to know that they're backed by the administration? Well, you know, in this day and age, they know every detail, right? Because they're all over social media. And, you know, this is all over social media. So my message uh, to them was basically, okay, uh, you know, we got – people up on the hill doing their job Jeff doing his job I got to do my job now you got to do your job and because those are the things we control right so all along we've known what we were up against and we addressed it in the first team meeting and everybody's goal and we don't talk about it is to get the result every Saturday we never talk about the end result of that but the process of leading up to it so otherwise we get too caught up in everything else, it's going to detract. We can't let that happen. I guess on a, on a personal level, you, you talk about people doing their job. It's part of your job to be the one in here talking to us about it, and I'm sure you probably would rather be talking about other stuff. Just, just on a personal level, what's that like for you to kind of like have to add that to your job description these days? Well, I mean, you, you don't have a job like mine and not talk to the media. Right. <laughs> or you're not going to have a job like mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this is all just part of it. You got a job to do, too, just like I got a job to do. And uh, I try to stay on point and say it a little different every week. But you're going to write whatever you want to write anyhow. Right. <laughs> With that said, um, 
UConn coming in here, their, their record isn't great, but you pointed out the other day that they've played some teams tough. Yep. Um, what do they do well that'll be a challenge for you guys? Well, they're capable. I mean, you know, they led NC State uh, and played them close in the opener, led Boston College, lost by a score, um, played Utah State the week after we did, and they were ahead of them and lost by a point, 34-33. So very capable football team. Um, and, and they're very well coached. Um, their offense is uh, got an excellent design. They lost their starting quarterback, second or third game of the season. The starters are transfer from Penn State. They've got a lot of FBS transfers on their team. Um, and it's one of those kind of, you know, they're really good at running the outside zone, first of all. Uh, and that's, that's their bread and butter. That's what they do. Uh, line coach from William and Mary uh, back a couple years ago. We remember going down there and playing, giving up a couple 80-yard runs on the outside zone. Uh, and the offensive coordinator was the head coach at Maine and the coordinator at Maine. And he's got some really nice stuff that uh, can be very deceptive. And he's got some a bag of tricks. And then he's got he's got good fundamental concepts also in the pass game. And the uh, quarterback is well-trained. The receiving core is very capable. Tight end is Really good pass threat. Backs run hard. Uh, the two tackles on offense are really good, and the, the three inside guys are, are very solid. Um, and defensively, in this day and age, uh, all these defenses are very similar nowadays. You're going to see some four down. You're going to see some three down. You're going to see uh, all the different assortment of blitzes. And when you break down their tendencies, they're like 33, 33, 33. You know, uh, or in the larger realm, they're 50-50 zone blitz, uh, you know. Um, so they're a team that uh, I'm sure is very hungry, probably not very happy with the way they played last week. But they played a great team. Tennessee's a great football team. And uh, they're, they're a dangerous team. Schematically, since they do run that zone, that outside zone so well, what would be most crucial to control that? It, it, regardless, really, of the scheme, it always comes down to fitting your gaps and being in the right gaps. When we had problems against Georgia State last week, we were in the wrong gaps. And that, you know, for the most part, we played good defense. But there were probably three to five plays where we were in the wrong gap and, and they came out. And when you watch their tape, uh, you know, maybe three out of five times they don't get a whole lot, and then all of a sudden guy's in his wrong gap and it's gone. So that, that never changes. Coming off of that, after watching film this weekend, is there anything else you're looking to kind of fine-tune with this team before Saturday? Well, you know, from my standpoint, you're always looking for the team to play at its highest level, never be satisfied, make sure complacency isn't – setting in that guys aren't feeling really great about sort of last week, last week over a long time ago. So you're always looking for improvement. Um, you know, offensively, I thought the last two and a half quarters, we played very well. Defensively, outside of the two touchdown drives, uh, and both those had long plays, we played well. We played really well. We had a really good stop on sudden change on that first interception. Offense was a lot better on third down, scoring touchdowns in red area. Defense got back on track on third down. And our special teams were good. So, um, 
no, we got a, you know, that was one of our better games, I'd say. Now, we need to follow that up with a better game, a better game. And the accountability to each other, player to player, increases now, right? It increases. And that's why it's so important to make the proper choices and decisions and put the time into preparation, make the right sacrifices um, to put yourself in the best position to be successful because each guy also affects every other guy positively or negatively, right? If this guy's energy levels up and he's prepared, he affects the other guy positively and vice versa. Where do you think Jordan's made the biggest strides from his first start of Virginia to this point? Well, at this point, I'd say confidence um, because I think you saw him improve every week, right? And, you know, there were some lulls and lapses in the third quarter or maybe a poor decision mid-second quarter. And then we busted out and had a great third quarter against Georgia Southern. That was a shot in the arm. But it wasn't just him. It was everybody. It was a whole team, right? But the quarterback, you know, he's a key guy, and he gets too much credit, too much blame. I, what I know, I always watch the TV copy, either when I get home or the early next morning. What I noticed out there Saturday was he was having fun. I saw him smiling and talking to the refs. I saw his teammates picking him up, right, after he had been tackled. I mean, he was in command. He was in command of the game. And, uh, you know, that that just – I think it was very evident that he was playing with a lot of confidence. He knew what he was doing and uh, wasn't thinking too much and just letting his talent go. Do you think that's just because he's getting more comfortable with the offense, developing chemistry with some receivers where it's just it's not maybe having to think as much? It's just he's able to just Well, repetition's a mother of learning. And success breeds confidence. Confidence breeds success, right? But every day you got to put the work in to put yourself in that position where you can be successful. Another facet of his game that I wanted to talk to you about was just his intelligence level. And, you know, you go back to Saturday, you guys didn't get off to a great offensive start, right? But then second quarter you have that long drive. And so I'm just wondering from what you were able to see, just his intelligence level and the information he's gathering from Tino, how that helps him and how he's receiving that and how it pays dividends when he goes back out there. Yeah, well, I, you know, I think that – with more repetition, and uh, Tino does a nice job on the sideline with him. Um, you know, he's seeing the field pretty well. That first interception, he didn't quite see it. That was a unique coverage, but one that we'd practiced against and they'd shown on tape. Um, and I think that, to be honest with you, it was a little helter-skelter for a quarter and a half in terms of protection, and he was getting hit. And there were just some things going on uh, where we couldn't get in a rhythm. And then, uh, you know, we converted some third downs on that long drive and we started popping some runs. In the second half, we had a great mix. They couldn't match our physicality, our intensity. We made some key plays. I thought that fourth down play he made on the house blitz, you know, was, was a great uh, play and a key play in the game. I think that was the backbreaker for them. And and at that point, then they they just couldn't stop us. 
Also wanted to ask you just about Tino and, and overall how he's grown as a coach throughout his time here. Obviously, a guy with great pedigree, but what yeah. have you seen from him and his growth as a coach? Well, you know, he's, uh, he, he's very enthusiastic and passionate about coaching quarterback. He's got a lot of confidence, too. And, and I think that uh, rubs off on the quarterbacks. He does a great job of uh, drilling them uh, on the field. And, um, you know, he's uh, – I don't want to say he's really, like, improved because I thought he was really great when we got him. You know what I mean? And um, it's kind of a team effort, to be honest with you, in that staff room. Uh, but he is the one that coaches the quarterback. And he's got a great coaching future, uh, you know, and I'm sure his next step is, right, I don't even have to say it, right, in his, right? And, uh, but, you know, so someday you probably see him where I am, giving you guys, razzing you guys a little bit somewhere. But I think we got a lot of young guys that are going to be in this position. And I think one of the things that's helped me be successful is the continuity that I've had on my staff. You know, Bryant Haynes has been with me nine years. He's a tremendous football coach. Mike Shanahan's been with me eight years. And both those guys started out like making 6000 bucks at IUP, right? Robo's been with me seven years, Grant Kane five years, and so on and so forth. Derek's been with me now four years, just going on five. That's a key guy in this operation. Um, and so they know how things are done and they know how to handle my moods and I know when I got to push your buttons and it's not like you're gonna not watch as much film as you always have but has it been I don't want to say more relaxing but just easier for you to be like all right I've got the guys in positions I know that no. they're gonna be successful no no okay. no I still watch as much film because you know every second of the day every half hour, every hour, you're trying to gain the edge. So you want to put the best plan together possible. You don't want to put a good plan together. You want to put a great plan together. And you want to make sure all the details are ironed out and everybody's on the same page. How does a kid like Chauncey Logan, he comes there, starts from day one on a really good team, and I don't think anybody else in the state offered him. I, I mean, he seemed to be overlooked. How, how does that happen with a guy like that? Well, he's improved a lot. I think our defensive backfield's really improved a lot, too. Um, and he kind of played out of necessity, really, last year. And, you know, he had his good moments and his rough moments. And, uh, but I see him really uh, progressing as a defensive back. He's becoming more physical, a better tackler, tougher. Uh, and uh, I think Pons is, too. Pons is a competitive guy. And um, I think Chauncey out in the field uh, is a hair better than being in the boundary, pressed up all the time. He was – we really liked him a lot in camp. We felt very fortunate to get him. He had some other opportunities. He just didn't have power five opportunities. Can you talk about Zach Horton again? I know we touched on him after the game, but just how do you continue to see his consistency help this offense and produce when it needs to happen? Great blocker, great receiver, tough guy, really consistent, really good at his position. 
And there's a guy that has not redshirted. He is a true junior, which you don't see many of those anymore. I mean, you see sixth-year juniors nowadays. <laughs> this is a third-year junior. 